Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the A to Z podcast. My name is Dustin, and I work with Dean Zierfoss to produce A to Z. Before this episode starts, I just want to mention that the series started on YouTube, and as such, some parts, mostly the housekeeping at the end of each episode, won't really make sense in the podcast format. So when you hear Dean Z say that you can leave your questions in the comments below, that's because originally this was a YouTube video. If you do have questions, we'd still love to hear them. Just email DeanZ at law.jd.admissions at umich.edu and put A to Z podcast in the subject line. Other than that, most of the video content translates really well to a podcast. So thanks for joining us on this new format. We hope you enjoy it. If you'd like, you can still watch the original A to Z videos on YouTube by going to law.umich.edu slash A to Z vlog. You can also visit the A to Z blog, which has additional written content and more information about Michigan law. That website is experience.law.umich.edu slash A to Z. And finally, if you enjoy the podcast and find it helpful, please let us know by subscribing and leaving a review. We'd love to hear your feedback. Thanks again for listening. And now, without further ado, is the A to Z podcast. Hey, everybody. It's Dean Zierfoss speaking to you from my basement. Today, I want to talk to you about application timing. The inspiration for this subject actually came from a few recent emails we got from uh, people asking if we wanted to extend our deadline to allow them to apply now, which is July. And that is uh, weird and unusual, and I'm going to turn to that in a second. But first, I want to talk about the basics and what you need to know. Most schools open their applications in August or maybe September. Uh, most schools close their, I shouldn't say most schools actually close their applications because actually there's a wide variety of application deadlines uh, among schools. Generally speaking, the more challenging it is to get admitted to a school, the earlier the deadline will be. Some schools that are on the easier side have deadlines that are into uh, May or June or even later. But Michigan, we have a deadline in February, and that is pretty common among the schools that we compete most closely with. Uh, so schools have a rolling admissions process. I don't know of any school that uh, proceeds in any other way. That means that applications are considered in the order in which they are completed. So that kind of means that generally speaking, the earlier you apply in the cycle, the better. There's a big caveat to that, but let me also explain why I'm saying it makes sense to apply a little earlier. Uh, so in general, a school will at the very beginning of the season or before the season starts, make a decision about how many people they want to have in the entering class in the following year. And then we'll do some math. They'll look at what their yield was on offers in the prior year. So how many people accepted their offers. And then they'll just do a little uh, multiplication and come up with, like, let's say one in three people accept their offers and they have a class of 300. Then you need to admit 900 people to get the 300 people in your class. That example is not being pulled out of nowhere. That's roughly what uh, Michigan's situation is. So we aim for a class of 300 to 320, typically. Uh, and I admit roughly 850 people in the regular 
uh, process. That doesn't include people we might have deferred for a year or early decision offers, but those are pretty small numbers. So roughly I'm admitting 850 people. Then in what I like to think of as a well-run, a sign of a well-run admissions office, decisions are made about the um, pacing at which those offers will be rolled out. So again, at Michigan, we admit 150, 170 people in November and in December, and then we admit a bunch more in January, more like 300, and then another 200 in February. That is kind of round numbers, and those are targets. It's not like hard and fast, but that's that makes sure that I am not getting way far ahead of myself and admitting everybody uh, before the pool has completely filled. Uh, the pool of applicants has completely full. Uh, so reason it's easier to get in uh, at the beginning is because at the beginning I have 850 offers to make. It is, if I'm going to go on what's the equivalent of a, a buying spree, I'm going to do that when I have 850 offers. So if someone just seems like great um, and just appeals to me in many ways, but maybe doesn't fit other goals I have for like, I don't know, LSAT, GPA, um, number of, uh, I don't know, um, engineers in a classroom, whatever it is, whatever a school's goal is, but you just really like them, you probably are going to admit them towards the front of the cycle. And then towards the end of the cycle, you are facing, say, a grand total of 50 more offers to make, and you get stingy. You're like, every single one of those offers has a lot of weight, and you want to make it to the perfect person who's really enthusiastic, and it just gets harder and harder for someone to get admitted. So the other good reason to apply early is that in addition to maximizing your chances a bit, you also will have, you'll probably get admitted earlier. And um, that means you'll have more time to make your decision to compare among schools and to think about all the considerations that are important to you. But there's a big caveat, as I mentioned, and that is this, don't apply until you're actually ready. So don't get so fixated on applying at the very first day of that an application opens um, that you don't do your best job on an essay, that you leave typos in your resume, that you, you know, didn't really give yourself a best shot on, on the LSAT. Make sure your application is as good as it is going to be and then do within that uh, range, uh, send it in as early as possible. Now, to refer to what I said at the beginning, the emails that we've gotten asking for people, asking it rather if we want to keep our application deadline open. Um, it's unusual because the reason they're asking, these people have been asking us, is they say other schools have written to them, urging them to apply even though the deadline was passed. And so they were wondering if we too were doing that. It is very unusual that um, schools, at least uh, among the schools that we typically compete with, that they would just... Um, ignore their deadline and, and ask for applications late in the game. So why would they do that? They might do that because they fell short on filling their class and they're looking for high quality candidates and they're not finding them on the wait list perhaps. Or perhaps they need just one or two more people to hit a certain median uh, LSAT or GPA or some other aspect of their goals so that maybe you don't have that much of a chance of actually getting admitted. Or maybe they just want more applicants because uh, schools get part of what goes into a school's ranking is what percentage of your applicant pool did you have to admit in order to fill your class. And so one way to manipulate that number is to have more people apply and then you have admitted a smaller percentage of them. 
So, um, I'm a little dubious about your chances of uh, getting admitted if you are applying this late in the game. Uh, best case scenario, uh, you it, it is a school that has fallen short on their goals and they are actually admitting a not insignificant number of people. But even in that case, uh, you, you're going to be being admitted to one, maybe two or three schools at best. You won't have the full range of choices available to you. Also, schools do tend to run out of money over the course of the season sometimes, and so you may not get the same generous financial aid offer you would have gotten if you'd applied in the following year. Now, if it is your dream school, um, I go for it. There's no reason not to apply, but recognize that however well you do in this cycle applying late, you probably would have done better, had more choices anyway, um, if you applied in the following cycle, or at least there's a pretty good chance of that. Okay, that is all I have on that. And now I want to talk about grammar. I am very grateful for today's grammar topic. Thank you, Brian Chang, illustrious alum of Michigan Law School, who for reasons that I can only wonder about actually watches these videos. Brian, you have already been admitted to law school. You do not need to watch. Brian asks, in the spirit of getting rid of unnecessary syllables, which was my uh, topic last week when I was talking about preventative versus preventive, he says, "How? where do I stand? Where does Dean Z stand on the question of the phrase whether or not? Now, here's the thing. You almost never need that or not in the phrase whether or not. You can usually just let the word whether stand out there by itself. So um, you're usually using whether to talk about alternatives. So you might say, I didn't know whether to go to Michigan Law School or to go to some other possibly terrible law school um, where the alternative is explicit, Michigan or this other law school. Or you could say it where the alternative is implicit. So you'd say, I didn't know whether to go to Michigan Law School. You might be tempted to say whether or not to go to Michigan Law School, but the sentence is fine without the or not. So don't add the or not, just say whether to go to Michigan Law School. Basically, here's how to tell whether you should use the uh, or not when you're using whether, and that is if it makes sense without or not, don't use or not. Okay, now Brian is also concerned about various iterations like uh, regardless of whether, he said, or uh, the monstrosity, as he calls it, of the phrase, regardless of whether or not. To that, I would add what to me seems like an apocalyptic monstrosity, irregardless of whether or not. But you know what? Those are all topics for another day. We're just going to stick with whether or not for today's topic. All right. That is all I have. Would love to hear your feedback and suggestions. Please put any questions you have in the comments below, or if you prefer, you can email us at law.jd.admissions at umich.edu and put blog in the subject line. If you found this helpful, you might want to check out my admissions blog, and there's a link to that below too. Finally, many thanks, as always, to the amazing Dustin Johnston, who is the brains behind this operation. Wherever you go, go blue.